Tim, my brother, we are back. And, dude, we're returning to our wheelhouse a little bit, a little bit of a, a core pillar within the Dude and a Bro podcast realm, and that is getting back into some true crime, which is always fun. I always got to give props to you for really intru- introducing me to the ways of true crime. That was not something I uh, naturally gravitated towards when I was first getting into podcasts. You showed me the light on that and showed me the way, and I've been in ever since. So we're going to be talking about Dr. Death Season 2, Dr. Fada. That's really kind of the full name I laid out there, but it's Dr. Death from Wondery coming back for Season 2. So, Tim, why don't we kick this off? Why don't you talk a little bit about Wondery, about true crime and Wondery, and then how Dr. Death came about to really uh, get a big profile with its first season and first offering. And then from there, we'll spring into the newest uh, season two here. So Dr. Death uh, season one um, highlighted the, it was a documentary about a doctor by the name of Christopher Dunst, who was a neuro uh, surgeon. And um, he, he was doing these back surgeries and Dr. Death was kind of riding off the coattails of Dirty John and, and Wondery. So uh, I think Wondery and Dirty John was, was getting a, a lot of attention in the podcasting world as, um, you know, a true crime doc- documentary. Uh, I will say true crime does kind of go down smooth in the terms world of podcasting. I mean, you know, if you're getting your news, which is kind of serious, uh, but you know, you have these like audio dramas. It's kind of like the nice, uh, sweet spot, you know, about <laughs> news and entertainment. So I, I think that's why true crime that does so well. But I, I thought, you know, Dr. Death was a great follow-up to, to Dirty John. Uh, it was a fascinating story. It had all the elements of, of mystery of, you know, being, you know, they're setting up the, the next episode on, on, uh, peeling back the onion on, on this. Uh, you know, there was talk about maybe him abusing drugs while he was performing surgery. So it had all those elements in play uh, to make for a fascinating true crime series. So, you know, Dr. Death season one, uh, d- definitely a, a quality um, documentary. So that leads us to Dr. Death season two. Yeah. And Tim, would it be fair to say that the sort of brand of true crime that uh, a Dirty John or even a Dr. Be- Dr. Death um, might feel the people. It's almost like a, a glamorized sort of made-for-TV. And I'm not saying this in a critical way, by the way, but it's not your gory slasher style, just blood and guts horror. There's almost sort of a tintillating, sensationalized feel to it. It's sort of people that are, um, like we're talking about doctors and people that purport themselves to be successful, but then there's this sort of mysterious creep factor to them. Am I kind of painting the right picture of what you would characterize this brand of series as? Absolutely, almost like a uh, like a Dateline ish 2020 uh, feel to it, you know, and kind of targeting that that audience. Uh, not not to sound condescending to the people that they're targeting, but I, I think it's you know the person that says, "Oh man, this could happen to anyone. This could happen to me." Yeah, no, and I don't think that's being critical. I think that's a real big hook of it. So I think you're, you're spot on with that. So let's fast forward to right now, Dr. Death Season 2, Dr. Fada. And dude, so I'm going to come right out with it, Tim. I only listened to the first episode, and I think this is going to be a scenario where I almost got everything I needed from the first episode. It's like almost all the cards were laid out on the table. And for me, I knew the plot line. Look, we have a creepy guy who's 
potentially telling people they have cancer to probably give them treatments and bill them extensively, extensively and exhaust billings on these people who may not be sick or if they are sick, he's also doing excessive treatments. And, and to me, everything was baked in in the first episode. I thought, listen, wondering no matter what they're doing, you know, the production angle, the research, the, the delivery of the storyline is going to be top notch. But as far as the actual hook of the story itself, there wasn't really that much compelling to me. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I have a couple of, you know, we can get into this, um, especially the first woman that they, uh, you know, highlighted and interviewed. Uh, I had some questions, uh, especially, you know, who brings it into a initial consultation? Uh, I, th- I thought that was sort of suspect. And as I'm listening to the first episode, I'm thinking, all right, you know, this has got all the hallmarks of a Wondery production. You got the the good production value. You got the great editing. You know, you you get the music to kind of play with your emotions. But I'm thinking, man, this is kind of like a cookie cutter uh, docu-series. And, you know, the, the filling in the middle is just not doing it for me, man. Yeah, it's so funny, man. I think that's fair, by the way. Just as a side comment, I had the same reaction to the first woman. Um, I noted, I I always jot notes down when I'm listening to shows that we're going to review. I said, first patient did her diligence, perhaps more than most, in researching a doctor. It just seemed odd the length she was going to to research. But not that that really had any impact on this guy being a creep or or, or a criminal. uh, But it just was odd to me. Um, By the way, dude, the, which I give credit to the show, when they detailed her bone marrow biopsy, that was just brutal. My blood ran cold when they were talking about that and how the doctor did that with no anesthesia potentially. That was, um, yeah, that was brutal to listen to. But yeah, so let me ask you something. Is it possible that um, Dr. Death, the concept of it, sort of a, a, a doctor that's committing you know horrific criminal acts, are you almost going to the well too many times by doing it even a cent at a time? Because um, we know what it's going to be about. It's a doctor who's up to no good, perhaps even horribly uh, criminal. Uh, or is it such a pervasive and, and sort of com- you know confounding issue that a doctor could be corrupted like that and criminal and, and damaging to people? Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts? Is it, are they going to the well too many times by coming back or no? This is compelling content to repeat it yeah so the the other thought i had was like like kind of like you had uh, alluded to earlier like we kind of know what we're gonna get um and are, are they doing a, a fair job you know um as a documentarian really you're just kind of supposed to let the um you know the stuff you're documenting t- tell the story and i'm thinking are, are they kind of manipulating the audience too much here and uh you know we- weaving the tail and kind of forcing the the view i thought maybe they would have done a little better by setting it up like um how this guy was um you know had a reputation you know maybe the first episode we hear all the good stuff uh, you know the lead up to you know how we got the practice and and then you know start peeling back the onion and showing how how he's a creepy guy instead of just like laying right out uh of the table that we know what we're gonna get 
Dude, that is a really sharp observation by you. And I, I want to share just to, to underscore your point. I'm watching my wife and I, a documentary on HBO, The Val. Have you heard about this at all? And we're no. not going to get sidetracked on this, but I just going to quickly <laughs> share. It's about this self-help guy and his community gone horribly wrong. But the first, they take three episodes, I believed him, where all you see is the wonderful transformations this guy's guiding them. Like just all these just incredible, powerfully impactful things that this guy has done, like documented real things. You can't like, it's what he has done, but then it slowly, like they wait until episode four, it starts to turn. So you know at episode one, something's gonna go wrong, but they don't give it to you then. They don't give it to you in two, to where you almost even start to think, wait a minute, maybe like this is guy, and then they just slowly peel the onion. And I think you're right, maybe they did a disservice to themselves, just jumping right into the, what this guy's all about in episode one, and they didn't have to go down that way. Yeah, there, there's no question. And then it leads me as the listener to, you know, kind of question their motives. Uh, is this a fair representation or are they just going to give us, hey, this is a bad guy. Um, we know it and this is how we're going to portray it. Uh, so it makes you question the credibility of, of the documentarian. You know, maybe they're, they're biased, you know. Um, yeah, and, 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 and even if not, it's interesting. They made it a six-part series, which is relatively short, um, depending on what the content is, but maybe they felt they could tell. But I, I think, again, back to your point, there could be more of an arc here and an unveiling of the, the, the criminality over time if maybe they even push that into 10. But whatever. Um, back to my question to you, just to kind of maybe take the other side of it. Wondery notes in the introduction that um, they received hundreds of tips, they said, after the initial season of Dr. Death, of people that feel that they, of specific doctors that would fit the profile of just up to no good and doing harm to people. So maybe this is really a, a pervasive thing where they can get season after season out of this, but I, I don't know. I kind of feel like we're going to go into every season kind of knowing the story already a little bit. And all to kind of give credit to Wandering here, um, the other thought I was thinking, I think there's like a, um, like a, uh, a pervasive kind of understanding in the medical community that that doctors kind of have each other's back. So the you know these cases are are hard to flush out because um, there's this overwhelming notion that that doctors won't turn on the bad doctors. They kind of almost like a blue wall. That's so, interesting. Yeah, I um, hadn't heard that. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that's why, um, you know, there, there's a lot, a lot of criticism with like the malpractice reform and, and medical insurance is because the, the good doctors won't kind of call out the bad doctors and flush them out. Um, so maybe this will shine a light on, on, on that aspect of the, of the medical community. Yes, yeah, so dude, let's put a bow on this one. Um, listen, for people that are just fans of true, true crime, you're going to get something here. I mean, there's definitely something going on with this doctor. It just, to me, I felt like I kind of knew the story uh, halfway into the first episode. And I kind of agree, Tim. Maybe I'm being, we're being a little too critical, but I thought the setup with that initial woman 
was odd how she was going out of her way to share how on her guard she was for anything potentially out of the norm in a way that I don't even think seemed like in real, you know, the, the realm of reality, but whatever, that's a minor thing. Um, for me, there wasn't just enough of a draw here. I thought the, the production the storytelling was done well, but again, good, not great podcast. Uh, your final thoughts on Dr. Death season two, Dr. Prada. Yeah, I would have selected a, a different person to, right right out of the gate because I just already had questions. I'm you know I'm thinking, oh, this is a type of woman that's a, a pain in the rear end. She's gonna complain uh, about about you're bringing a tape recorder. Uh, you you know half the stuff. You're you know you're a Google um, physician already, and um, I just questioned the, the 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 first story right right out the gate. So. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 thinking sequel. You know, not not as good as the uh, the first one. Yeah, and by the way, to, just to correct myself, it's Doctor Fada. So Doctor Death season two, Doctor Fada. Good, not great on my end. Sounds like Tim's kind of co-signing that thoughts. So Tim, that's it for us tonight, man. We will jump back to discuss another show in the near future here. And bro, I'm already looking forward to it. All right, let's keep on trucking. And a bro podcast show. We are entrenched in podcasts. We want to do for the world of podcasting what Siskel and Ebert did for movies back in the day. So we love doing reviews of our favorite podcasts. We love suggesting new shows to all the fine folks out there in the world. And then Tim and I love debating topics from the latest and greatest episodes of our favorite podcast shows. Hey guys, you would do us a huge favor if you could head over to podchaser.com. Podchaser is your one-stop shop for all things related to podcasts and your favorite podcast shows. Search a dude and a bro podcast show and then leave us a review. If you could take a moment to drop a few lines about what it is you enjoy about a dude and a bro podcast show over on the Podchaser site, we'd be eternally grateful for your support. Thanks so much, guys.